We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Good morning and welcome. It is 9.07. 9 o'clock stretch. Officially underway. Time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelers with the answers always. Yes. So Russian jets got tangled up with a U.S. drone. Drone went down. Will that escalate? We'll follow that story. It's one of our top stories of the day, but we have a very special guest joining us right now. Uh, it, it is uh, State Senator Blazing Golia with us this morning. And uh, Senator, good morning. How are you? Good morning. I'm doing well. How are you? Great. It's great to hear from you again. And uh, tell me about this uh, immigration bill. Did uh, did this thing pass, and what does it contain? So actually, it's up today in committee. So um, today is the first test for probably the largest, most comprehensive, strongest state-led anti-immigration uh, measure ever put forth. Um, and what it does is it, it starts to take away some of these magnets, the things that are attracting illegal immigrants to come to the state. Um, and especially Florida, biggest one being job, jobs. So if in the state of Florida, if you're a business and you knowingly hire an illegal immigrant on your first offense, you're going to get fined $5,000 per occurrence. So if you have 10 illegal immigrants working for you, it's a $50,000 fine. Second offense in 24 months, $7,500 per occurrence, plus a mandatory suspension of any and all business licenses that you have with the state for 120 days. If you call it a third time, State of Florida is going to put you out of business. It's ten thousand dollars per occurrence and an automatic revocation of any and all business licenses in the state. Some of the other things that it does is um, you have other states such as California that give driver's license to illegal immigrants. The state of Florida will not recognize them, and law enforcement is to proceed as if you had no license. There are some cities and counties in the state that since where the state of Florida does not allow driver's license or IDs for illegal immigrants, but some of these counties and cities are getting cute. They're appropriating money, giving them to nonprofit organizations, and they're creating community IDs for the sole purpose of going back to the city or county that gave them the money so illegal immigrants can get government services. Um, Unbelievably, there is a law on the books that allows someone who's an illegal immigrant to get their law license and practice law in the state of Florida. So these are some of the measures. uh, There's a bunch more in this, but these are some of the measures, the top line stuff that this immigration bill will do. So just for clarification, if it comes to a sanctuary city, this law would prohibit that municipality from giving out funds to folks who can't prove they're here legally, also groups representing them. Is that correct? Well, we're already, we already um, declared that we not, we are not a sanctuary state, and we've already preempted any cities or counties for being uh, sanctuary areas in the state. But basically, this what this does is, um, so governments want to give out these uh, services to illegal immigrants, but you can only do that if you have an ID card. 
So since the state of Florida doesn't allow ID cards, what they're doing is they're giving money to nonprofits. The nonprofits are creating these community ID cards, and then they're showing up at the government says, here's my ID card, and they give them government services. Uh, I think that's what they do here in the city of Gainesville. If they do, then if this bill passes, then they were no longer going to be able to do that. That will become illegal with this law. All right. Good to know. Let's let's move on to the other one. Employee organization uh, representation. That is uh, SB 256. Uh, that has to do with public employees. Can you explain that? Yeah. What this bill does, it basically protects the paycheck for uh, government employees um, and school teachers. Um, so... The unions have their money, the union dues, automatically deducted from their paycheck. And we are going to say that that practice is no longer allowed. The government should not be in the process of, um, should not be in the business of being a payroll processing company for unions. So what this bill will do is basically separate government from collecting and expending union dues and put that back on the union. The union, you're actually going to have to go and Surprise, surprise, meet with union members face to face and actually get their paid, uh, get their union dues. But it also creates an opportunity for them to have discussions with their union representation to make sure they're being represented properly. The problem with automatic payroll deduction, and I've heard this from numerous um, union employees across the state, is that they don't see their union bosses anymore, or their, represent- their representatives. So this forces that conversation. What it also does is make sure that. Any union has 60% of their dues-paying members voting for the union. Um, actually, excuse me, 60% of their total employees uh, joining a union. That's just good governance. It makes sure that people are, are being represented uh, fairly within government. Now, the unions hate this um, because it's making it harder, but the employees, a lot of employees like this because we're taking away the forcing of them paying their union dues through payroll deductions. Well, the problem with union representation of government employees is, you know, who do you do the collective bargaining with? Nobody has skin in the game. It's just taxpayer dollars versus a private company. Um, you know, they have to say, okay, well, if we're going to give you a raise, that's going to raise labor costs, etc. There's a dynamic there when it comes to, uh, you know, government employees. No such dynamic exists. So um, that's where these the pay scales can get completely out of line. Yeah, and to your point, you know, we are a right-to-work state. You can, you are not compelled in the state to join a union. But to your point, if a private company wants to unionize in the state of Florida, that's fine. And if the uh, salaries or benefits that are negotiated wind up putting the business at a competitive disadvantage, then the market will react. And then the business may slow down or eventually put that business out of business if it's not in line with what the market is dictating. But government... You're right. So uh, unions are um, unions are taking taxpayer dollars and then negotiating with those taxpayer dollars for more taxpayer dollars. And then the taxpayers have no other choice but to take it because they're being assessed in the forms of sale tax, property tax, all that other stuff. And then they put all the money into elections that result in more uh, government expansion because they put all their money behind Democrats who want to expand the size of government. So it's, uh, you know, it's this ongoing sort of cycle, if you will, right? Yeah, and that's really the the insidious part about this whole thing. On average, around 40 percent of all government employees are Republicans. So think about this process. You're a Republican. You work for government. You could be a teacher. You can be some other government worker. 
and your dues, which includes the portion that gets used for political purposes, gets automatically deducted out of your paycheck into this big pot of money. And then that pot of money, 95 percent of it goes to Democrats. So if you are a Republican union member, they are basically using your paycheck dollars against what you believe ideologically. That is absolutely insidious. It really is, and I've never heard it explained quite so simply and, and up front. Uh, let's, there's another third bill. I didn't get really a good chance to look at it that involves something about suppressing votes and a Democrat, Geraldine Thompson. Can you speak to that? Yeah, so um, a couple of weeks ago we filed a bill called the Ultimate Cancel Act, and basically that said that if you, um, if any political party advocated for slavery in their official party platform, they sh- should be immediately decertified as as a party, um, and that obviously is the Democrats because they did that in the late 1800s. Well, there's a uh, prominent Democrat in the state senate who actually tried to get snarky and said, "You know what? Uh, that's fine. I will file an amendment." This is what she said: "I will file an amendment saying that." Any political party that tried to suppress black voters should be immediately decertified also. She actually said this. But, you know, if you look back, it was the Democrat Party that put forth the Jim Crow laws in the state of Florida. They instituted poll taxes and literacy tests. So um, while she tried to get cute trying to say that it was Republicans suppressing black voters because that's the talking point of the day, the Democrats are the actually ones who passed the laws and instituted poll taxes, um, Jim Crow laws, and the literacy tests in Florida. So um, the black Democrat, um, Gerald Dean Thompson, who is a sweet lady, she is the nicest lady, um, inadvertently advocated for uh, the canceling of her own Democrat Party with that statement. I'm sure other Democrats will work hard to uh, change history, rewrite it, so uh, you (laughs) won't be able to go back and utilize history as... uh, uh, a kind of uh, a foundational point which to launch wow. from, right? All yeah, right. yeah, look, I mean, revisionist history, that's what the Democrat Party is about. Hey, we always appreciate the conversation. State Senator Blaze Angolia, uh, keep up the good work. Uh, we wish you success in, uh, in the passage of these bills. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Talk soon. All right. 916 on the Bob Rose Show. 30 minutes away from things that make you smile. Happy Hump Day, Trump Day. Some Trump news? Sure, that's coming up. News Talk 97.3 The Sky. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.